Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Payments Podium. I'm The Payments Professor Kevin Olson, and today we're going to discuss what a corporate credit union is? A what? Well, to help us to understand all this, I have Lisa Coffee with me. Lisa, would you please say hi to everybody? Hello, everybody. All right, Lisa, uh, coming on the Payments Podium, and you've actually been on before, but it's been a little while. Yeah. So one of the things that I really like to do, because people always ask this question, how in the world did you get into the world of electronic payments? So, you know, sometimes the question is, what do you do for a living? And that one's a much harder question to answer, right? But mm -hmm. how did you end up in the world of electronic payments? What brought you here? My mother worked at the corporate credit union and my dad got transferred. So she was like, I think I was 23 at the time, just married. She was like, Samantha, I just love this job and I think you would really love it. Do you want to interview for it? I've talked to the management there and they're interested in, in, and my mom was in checks. She was in research and adjustments for checks at the corporate credit union in Tennessee. So I applied and started there. I started microfilming checks. Microfilming checks. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah. A lot of people are going, what? Yep. <laughs> we'll leave that one alone. But you started off. Years ago, microfilm and checks. And, and what do you do now? Now I'm over business development and product development at Corporate America in Alabama and uh, heavily involved. I oversee all the payments, electronic payments for the corporate and product payment, product development and business uh development. So, yeah. okay, that's a lot. You, you've really risen through the ranks over the years. In fact, uh, one of the things, you know, I'm going to be doing this summer, uh, spoiler mm -hmm. alert for those listening, is women in payments. And a lot of the women who have just done a lot of amazing things that I want to be able to highlight, you're one that I'm going to have to bring back for that. But before we get there, I mean, that's the summer. We're, we aren't there yet. Mm -hmm. I get the question all the time, what's the difference between a bank and a credit union? How to make a video about it even, right? Yeah, well, right. Nowadays, because of Fed now, we're talking a lot about correspondence. And mm -hmm. when I explain what a correspondent is, I said, think, you know, bankers, bank or corporate credit union. And then people go, well, what's that? So I brought you on today because that's what I want to be able to answer. What do I tell people if a corporate credit union is? So corporate credit unions were formed back late 70s, early 80s. And basically, we were formed to help credit unions provide liquidity to credit unions because credit unions at the core were basically there to serve as loans for their seg groups wherever they worked, right? So, and what happens is most credit unions at that time were 100% loaned out. So they needed a liquidity source. So they first started, corporate credit unions started out as centrals, central credit unions. And then we moved on to, uh, start offering other correspondent services like a bank because the credit unions to get like payment services and stuff like that were having to go to a bank. So credit unions got together and said, you know, let's offer this for ourselves and pay ourselves. So that's how corporate centrals and then corporate credit unions came into being. But how many corporate credit unions are there today? There is 11 today in the, at the the most I had in the early eighties was forty three. Wow, that's it, a lot. They kind of started out like saying we would have as many corporates as uh, Fed districts, and then it was one for every state, and then it's kind of consolidated over the years. 
Well, isn't that one of those things, too, that as technology is advanced because of things like the Internet and all, we didn't have to be so localized and we can do a lot of things online? Correct. Correct. All right. One of the words that you mentioned in there, and it's really big when we talk about a correspondent and we talk about a corporate credit union, is liquidity. What what does that mean that you help with liquidity? Because a lot so, of people, I say liquidity and they go, uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, so we can offer we offer credit unions investment um, services, but also lines of credit um, where we can help. They have an account, credit unions in order to be a member, um, they have to just like uh, natural person credit unions, they have to own a share. So all the credit unions that are part of us have a share in us. Now, some of the credit unions that are members of us are um, capital holders with us, and so. What they have done is they have invested money into the corporate credit union and it's perpetual. So they can't ever get it back. Now they earn dividends on it and that type of thing. So it's considered like an investment, but it's permanent to kind of ensure the support of the corporate network. So they have capital in us or they're a member, they have a share in us and our board of directors are volunteers of members of the corporate credit union. Right. So they have shares in us and they come to us for like lines of credit. We have offer settlement options. So the credit unions don't have to have a master account at the fed. They can come through us. We hold the master account and cover settlement for all their services. So if I'm hearing right, it's a, a, your membership in fact is a lot like the membership in a regular credit union. Anybody can go, you know, to in their community and be able to join as, as long as they qualify, of course. And it's well, where your members. Unions. So we just have credit unions, not natural people. So not natural people. So just regular credit. No, unions. no, we don't have or weird people. We don't do weird people or natural people. We just do credit unions. Right? Or what we would call individuals. No individuals. Yes. Kevin Olson cannot just come and join the corporate credit union, but Kevin could join something like, you know, local to me would be say SunTrust Credit Union or um, I'm sorry, SunTrust Sun is the old bank. Who am I thinking of? Suncoast. Sun Let me get yeah. it right. Suncoast. They got these big Spencer advertisements going on nowadays around you. I'm seeing them everywhere, but I could join Suncoast. Suncoast could then join um, corporate America and be a, a member that way, right? Correct. Okay. And then the liquidity, if I understood right, at the Fed level, there are these master accounts that are used for the balancing between banks and credit unions to really move the money that mm -hmm. takes place between the financial institutions. And you maintain one of those accounts and you allow your member credit unions to be able to make use of that account. Kind of. They have an account with us and we manage the the account at the Fed, right? Right. So, so I oversimplify it. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. So you offer liquidity services. You offer, you said, investment opportunities too. Well, what are the other things that a corporate credit union offers to your member credit unions? Um, you know, ALM services, asset uh, management. Um, and then we offer payment services like ACH, uh, check processing, what we call share draft processing, um, and you know, RTP, Fed Now, wire services, um, cash vault services, deposit services, all that kind of stuff, just like a correspondent bank does. Just like a correspondent bank. So, again, I'm hearing this right. 
Because the way I explain it, the most simplest definition I can ever give to somebody is it's a credit union for credit unions. Correct. And what you're doing is all those services that, let's say, a small community credit union want to offer, the ACH, the FedNow type services, even electronic check services, they can be real expensive for them to go out and do on their own. So instead of them having to do it on their own, you have options for them to be able to come to and through you to be able to have affordable options they can then offer to their members. Right. What our purpose, our sole purpose, since we're owned by credit unions, is to um, create an environment for credit unions to thrive, no matter what their asset size, that they can offer services to the natural person, no matter what, no matter what their income is. Uh, demographic they come from in their communities that they can offer service in a cost-effective way. Oh, I love that. So you you make it to where, uh, I heard the word thrive, to where your credit union members can thrive. And so can the members of those credit unions, that the, those in those cases are natural persons, that they're able to then, no matter what their income level, have the same services that you'd have at any, let's say, large financial institution around the country. All of those same services that are offered by, say, a large financial institution, you're able to give that all to them. So what are the other benefits then of a, let's say, a community credit union coming to join you? Like, let's say we have a community credit union listening to this podcast. What would you tell them is the reason they should call you and become a member of corporate America? So not only do we offer these uh, payment services, investment services, liquidity services, but we also offer you know, we're an advocate for the credit union. So if there's something that their members are wanting or needing and they're looking for a cost effective, they can't afford to go out on their own and do that, they'll come to us and we'll either try to figure out a way to offer that to them themselves or we'll seek out a partnership with a vendor to maybe say, look, corporate America can offer this service to all 500 plus of our credit union members so that, you know, as an aggregate, we can maybe negotiate a more cost-effective way for all of our members to offer this service instead of each credit union individually going directly to a vendor for, you know, like a FedNow connection or a ACH origination software or or anything like that or stuff like that. So we can go to a vendor and say, we'll host it, we'll be the direct co- connection and pay for that infrastructure to offer to all of our credit unions. Does that make sense? That does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. Now, I know something else that at least I've seen you do in the past is you'll have conferences and you'll have member meetings, things like that, mm-hmm. where people can come learn more about the industry overall. What are those events like that uh, when Corporate America offers those? So we we offer events and we offer webinars. We do a lot of um, education and uh, helping with strategies. We'll even do planning sessions just to kind of go over what's out there and try to assist credit unions. You know, because um, especially de- depending on the asset side of the credit union, um, they may not have specific expertise in in areas, especially on the newest technology and in in the newest fintech that's out there too as their competition. But we can search and partner with different organizations or have staff 
get certified in like, you know, with the AAP and, and, and all that kind of thing and offer support to our credit unions so that they can offer the proper support to their members. Very cool. Okay. Here's another thing. How involved in the industry would you say that you and corporate America are? Because like you mentioned ACH, I know that's governed by NACHA. I know that checks, you know, have other people that oversee them. Like the clearinghouse has got things. Fed's got some things with checks. There's all kinds of groups, regulatory things, boards, things like that that are out there. How involved is corporate America when it comes to those different organizations that are out there? We're very involved. Uh, I, and you know this, <laughs> that's how I know you, Kevin, from being so involved with all the organizations. But um, so I sit on the Notcha board of directors, very honored to do that, learned so much. We sit on, we've sit on um, the risk management committees at Notcha. We're at the Payment Innovation Alliance Group. We're at the Faster Payments Council. We're a member of that. We were on the Fed Pilot Group. We sit on many uh, advisory committees on any new products. You know, the Fed usually asks us to per- participate because we offer the perspective from a correspondent, which is different than a big bank or a big credit union, right? Because we're we're uh, one that offers services to many, so we have a, a different twist on things and sometimes have a different perspective. But also, you know, even with vendors, partners that we do, we're very much involved on the innovation side. Um, we we have a little different, um, I think that makes corporate America different from the other corporates is that our credit unions are very much involved with the innovation. Any new product comes from um, what our members ask us for, but then they're also part of the requirements, uh, the testing, um, that type of thing. So they're very much uh, part of the success of any new product that we roll out. See, that what is, you're right. I know you do a lot of those things. Uh, that is what I think is a huge benefit that, you know, I tell people too, corporate America as a corporate credit union is out there representing all their members at a national level when it comes to the rule, the regulatory process, when it comes to things like you mentioned, the risk management group, the fact that you're on the notch of board, kudos to you. That's huge because that shows that you're able to have that voice for the community credit union. You're able to have that influence in what's happening in the changing in the world. And you also mentioned the innovation that's what's happened. And I also heard in there the Faster Payments Council, which leads me to the next question. When it comes to the future of electronic payments and what's happening, what is it that you are doing to be able to help your community credit unions, your members, to be able to stay relevant, to stay in touch with all the changes, all the innovation that's happening with the future of payments? So we, uh, I feel like we got involved um, when TCH, when the clearinghouse, uh, first got connect, you know, started the network back in 2017, uh, we were pretty early on saying, you know, I, we really felt like this, we should be a part of this. Uh, this is, looks like it's going to be the future. So we were very early adopters, uh, of that, rail of learning. Oh my gosh. It was like relearning everything you thought, you know, about payments changed with, um, the clearinghouses, real-time payments. Um, and you know, they were learning too. So we kind of went through, it, it took a while and then we had COVID, but what we found, uh, 
we determined our strategy to be is to be able to bring instant payment rails to all credit unions, no matter their asset size. And we knew that credit unions that are part of the, that have the big core processors like Fiserv and Jack Henry and FIS, that those, those core systems were probably going to be early adopters and get connected. But we knew that smaller, the smaller asset size credit unions that tend to go to more, um, credit union centric or QSO driven core processors, they may not have the resources or the funds to get connected. So we partnered with uh, VSAFT who spun off to create Pigeon to say, let's create a connection and get and create a cost effective way for these smaller cores to get connected so that any credit union, no matter what their asset size can be connected to the real-time payment rail. And then when FedNow, the same strategy applied to FedNow when they they came um, became live in July of last year or went live July so of last year. So if I'm hearing right, if a credit union that's listening wants to be able to, without having to do it all themselves, get connected and start using RTP from the clearinghouse or get on the FedNow channel, you know, the new instant payment rail from the Federal Reserve, you're one of those entities, the a corporate credit union that can go out there, help them to be able to have that service, that payment channel, that option to offer to their members and be able to have instant payments that are safe and secure across you know, these channels. Is, is that what I'm hearing from you? Yes. So, you know, because it with both real time payments uh, with the clearinghouse and fed. Now you have to have the core. So the core has to be able to accept those messages in the time frame, Right. So if the core doesn't offer the connection, somebody does, and somebody has some entity has to offer the connection and the API to the core. So we try to facilitate that in a cost effective way. All right. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else that we need to know about corporate credit unions before I let you go today? That, you know, it, that you, this could talk uh, and we can, you might clap on this or whatever, because this could go down a whole dark roll, hole. But, uh, you know, I, I, there was a stigma, I think, when the whole crash happened in 2008, 2009, um, and some of the corporate credit unions, there was some capital loss, but that's been, for the most part, a lot of that's been paid back um, to credit unions, to those credit unions that were affected. Not all corporates um, lost uh, capital dividends for their owners, their member owners, but some did. To rely on a credit union, I mean, I think no matter what a credit union's asset size, I think that to explore any offering that they're looking at to see if it's more cost effective to go through the corporate credit union than to do it on your own benefits the whole industry and the whole network. And I also think that corporates and credit unions, no matter the asset size, can definitely work together and advocate, whether it be legislatively or industry-wide, as far as our place in the in the financial sector as far as offering payment services. And uh, I think we could do a better job of working together on that, no matter what our asset size is. 
I got to agree. I think a lot of it is all about working together. Well, everybody, uh, I want to say, first of all, thank you for being on the podcast and being able to help us to better understand what a corporate credit union is. This is Lisa Coffey from Corporate America. If anybody wants to get a hold of her, you can find her on LinkedIn. I know she's out there because I I see some of the things that she puts out there. Or you can also email me, Kevin at paymentsprofessor.com, and I'll get you in touch with Lisa as needed. And if there's a subject or maybe there's somebody you think that needs to be on the payments podium, also email me, Kevin at paymentsprofessor.com. I will do my best to make sure that that subject gets addressed or that person gets a chance to take the payments podium. But for now, I got to say, class dismissed. (laughs) 